Welcome to episode three of Vibe Check. My name is Shreya. And my name is Adia. We're really sorry we haven't come out with an episode in a while. We've been super busy with school and we just finished AP testing last week. So we are officially done with the school year um, and we'll be back to our regular schedule now. So today's episode is a little different than our past two episodes. Uh, This week, we want to talk about something um, a little different. We're going to talk about marijuana and the legalization of it, as well as CBD, THC, and hemp. Before we start, we really quickly just wanted to say that the topic of this episode and all of the research was pre-decided and done before the recent police brutality events that have been in the media lately. So we'll be talking about that later in this episode. But for now, welcome to episode three, We're Just Being Blunt. Okay, so marijuana is a drug often loosely classified as a hallucinogen, but it can also fall under the stimulant and depressant categories, which is weird because most people would think that those are opposites, which they are, but marijuana can affect people differently based on their brain chemistry, their environment, as well as many other factors. Um, It can be smoked with blunts or bongs, ingested with edibles, or inhaled through e-cigarettes. Marijuana comes from a plant called cannabis, which has two, two species, indica and sativa, each with different properties. They can be told apart by their stems and their height. After these plants are grown and harvested, their flowers are set out to dry. Those flowers are then sent to dispensaries where they can be sold just like that or ground up to be made in blunts. They can also be pressed into oils and processed into a bunch of other stuff. So another common version of weed is called hash. Um, It has the same active ingredient, uh, THC, but it comes from different parts of the plant. Marijuana comes from the flowers, and hash comes from the glands and secretes a paste. Basically, they act the same way, but they're just taken in different forms. Hash also has a higher concentration of THC, so not as much is needed to get high. Unlike marijuana, hash is never used for medical purposes. Hemp is another common word that's associated with marijuana. It's basically just a variety of the cannabis sativa L plant, which, as we said before, is the plant that weed comes from. Okay, so breaking it down to the science of it all, at the molecular level, essentially CBD and THC are the same thing. They both have 21 carbon atoms, 30 hydrogen atoms, and 20 oxygen atoms. But they are arranged in different ways, so the effects of the two are very different. Uh, THC is the compound that gets you high, while CBD doesn't really give users that feeling of being high. It makes users feel more relaxed because it is a non-psychoactive drug, whereas THC is a psychoactive drug, so it can make a person's anxiety worsen. Basically, all the quote-unquote bad stuff, like addiction and stuff, is all associated with THC. CBD is used in painkillers and oils for topical uses, gummies, stuff like that. Um, For that reason, it kind of makes sense that it can be used as a medical treatment sometimes. The laws about weed um, in the country are kind of up to the governors as they vary between the states. Technically, THC is illegal in America, but in all the states where recreational weed is allowed, governors have obviously overruled that law. Those states where it's completely legal are Washington State, Oregon, California, Alaska, Nevada, Colorado, Illinois, Washington, D.C., Michigan, Maine, Vermont, and Massachusetts. On the flip side, states where it's completely illegal are Wisconsin, Idaho, Wyoming, South Dakota, Kansas, Tennessee, Alabama, and South Carolina. There's a bunch of states in the middle of that where um, different versions of weed is legal, medical marijuana is legal, stuff like that. 
we see that where there's this culture of free spirit and nature, um, weed is legal there. There also might be some correlation between Democratic and Republican, liberal and conservative states. As I said before, many states, rec weed is not allowed, but medical marijuana is. So some states have decriminalized marijuana and others have legalized it. The difference is that legal, if it's legal, it means it's totally fine, but decriminalizing means that it's not a crime, but you can still get in trouble. Uh, for example, speeding is not a crime, but you can still get a ticket for it. Contrary to popular belief, marijuana is no, is no more dangerous than alcohol and tobacco. In fact, experts are saying that alcohol has more dangerous effects on the body than weed. However, only 10% of users become addicted to marijuana, but that number can rise to 16% if it's used during adolescence. That number is way less than the 40% of adolescents of adolescent nicotine users that become addicted. A common argument that people bring up is that weed is the gateway drug. In addition, since rec recreational marijuana is illegal in most places in America, it, it can often come from sketchy places, which is another reason why people think it's unsafe. It can be laced with stuff that you don't know about, and it can cause more damage and further addiction. The findings of whether or not weed leaves a lasting impact on the brain are pretty conflicting. However, they agree on that the usage during adolescence seems to increase the chances of permanent brain damage. As a result, in all the places that weed is legal, the age to purchase and use is 21, just like alcohol and tobacco. So if you live in a state where it is legal, please don't use unless you are over 21. Just like alcohol and tobacco, marijuana can cause a lot of problems during pregnancy. And just like smoking tobacco, smoking weed can cause a lot of lung and cardiovascular problems. Since this was a lighter episode, we want to finish our discussion with some cool facts. In 2018, more than 11.8 million young adults used marijuana in some shape or form. In research on rats, Washington State University psychologist Rebecca Kraft found that females were more sensitive to cannabis's painkilling qualities, but they were also more likely to develop a tolerance for the drug, which could contribute to the negative side effects and dependence on marijuana. Legalizing cannabis all over the country could generate $8.7 billion in federal and state tax revenue per year. That's really cool to think about because you would never think that something that's usually classified as a quote-unquote drug could help the economy that much. Um, cannabis has been legal for personal use in Alaska since 1975, and it is still legal today, so that makes it 45 years. Wow. Um, in Colorado, recreational cannabis dispensaries outnumber Starbucks locations three to one. And as we mentioned before, approximately nine to 10 percent of people who try marijuana become addicted to it, compared to the 15 percent of people who try cocaine and the 24 percent who try heroin. So another interesting fact is that more teenagers smoke pot in the states where it's illegal than teenagers do, than teenagers do in states where, it's, where it is legal. Scientists have also found that marijuana, that a marijuana compound can freeze and stop the spread of some types of aggressive cancer. And both Thomas Jefferson and George Washington grew hemp on their plantations. The British Crown even ordered colonists to grow hemp. That's really interesting because in all of our history books, we always learn about how early American colonists grew tobacco, but we never learned about how they grow hemp. So that's pretty cool. Um, anyway, that is all we have for our discussion on marijuana today. However, we decided to add a segment at the end of every, every episode to just talk about some top headlines that are prevalent um, right now. So, okay, something that's been on everyone's mind lately is the brutal murder of a young African-American man named George Floyd. 
He was charged with alleged forgery, so we don't even know if the crime he was arrested for was actually committed. And videos show that he did not resist being arrested, but was killed when a police officer kneeled on his neck. The ex-police officer was arrested and charged on Friday with third-degree murder and manslaughter. Okay, so what exactly is manslaughter and what's the legal definition of murder? So manslaughter is the killing of someone without malicious intent. Um, For example, if someone ran someone else over with a car on accident, that is manslaughter. It's similar to third-degree murder, which is killing someone but only intending to hurt him, not kill them, which is what the cop was charged with. Um, Second-degree murder is when someone kills someone else in the moment, and first-degree murder is murder with premeditation. So this is my opinion. I do think that the uh, cop should be charged with second-degree murder, not third-degree murder, because cops are taught in the academy that that move is with the intent to kill. The chokehold that the cop was holding George Floyd in is illegal in MMA fighting because it can kill people in a matter of minutes. Cops are taught and trained what chokeholds do what, so I really find it hard to believe when he says that he did not intend to kill George Floyd because that chokehold that he had him in is illegal in MMA fighting. Um, It's also really crazy because people who commit other hate crimes are charged with a lot more and um this what this ex-police officer did is is definitely a hate crime because it was the color of his skin um that made the police officer um react so violently this incident of police brutality as well as many others that have been brought to light in the past month such as Ahmed Arbery who was shot for literally no reason when going on a run and Breonna Taylor who was shot because the police were in the wrong apartment have sparked protests all over the country um, they've been mostly concentrated in Minnesota, where George Floyd was murdered, and they've been there's been a lot of violent riots and lootings as well. In a protest where people were marching for Breonna Taylor, seven people were fatally shot by the police, and this makes me really upset because it's almost as if it's perpetuating police brutality. Like Americans are peacefully protesting, and for like Americans are peacefully protesting against police brutality and police violence, but the police are trying to shut that down by invoking more violence. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. In addition, President Donald Trump has allowed the army to step in in case riots get super violent. I also just got a headline on my phone from the New York Times that says in some of the U.S.'s largest cities, including Los Angeles, Atlanta, Miami, Chicago, and Philly, that curfews have been imposed due to the riots. That is insane to me. Um, Like I said, the reason that a lot of these have been brought to the attention of the public is through social media. And a lot of social medias have like fake news as to where you can donate and how you can help. But here are some real ways that you can donate that are surefire to go to the cause. You can go on blacklivesmatter.com, all one word, and find information there about how you can donate. Or you can sign a petition on change.org that kind of modifies what the ex-police officer was charged with. Uh, In other news, uh, many companies are making new drugs and vaccines to fight the COVID-19 pandemic. The FDA approved remdesivir as a drug that reduces hospitalizations for COVID-19. And a company called Gilead says that they could have a vaccine ready for the public as early as January of 2021. In some other good news, MIT had its first female Black student body class president after 157 years of being open, and two astronauts made history on Saturday with the launch of Elon Musk's 
SpaceX, which was originally planned to launch Wednesday, but was delayed to Friday due to some weather issues. The state of Illinois is opening back up. However, Mayor Lori Lightfoot is delaying plans to reopen the city till the middle of next week. So we're looking at Wednesday or Thursday. Um, Illinois is where we live and we know we are super ready to open up. That is all we have for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. What if I accidentally didn't record? That would be bad. It says it's recording. Oh.